Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I am also a huge fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are episode one, two, three, baby! Look at that! One, two, That's three. A fun one. It's as easy as ABC. <laughs> How are you, Johnny? I'm doing pretty well. I'm back in Brooklyn, New York. After six oh, weeks in Georgia. the county of kings. That's right. The county of kings. Very exciting. Where the state of New York sends you 42 text messages telling you to quarantine for two weeks. Which is good, I guess, in the grand scheme of things. Yes, it is good because there are some people who aren't doing that, coming from all over the place, just right. doing things. And it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? So I'm going to hang tight in this apartment for two weeks. We did. We went to the grocery store yesterday because we had to get stuff. So we got two weeks worth of groceries in an attempt to not have to go out again. I, I mean, I don't think it's ideal, but you, if you're doing that thing in order to do the other thing, then you're doing good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I pro we probably... Well, what should we have done? I got groceries I don't delivered? Think, I, no, I don't think... I don't think... I think getting them delivered is probably the ideal one, but also I don't think going to the grocery store has proven to really be a hot spot for uh, spread. Right. So I think you're fine. And yeah, you were doing true. it you were doing it in order to then isolate for two weeks. So I All right. Okay. I now feel okay about myself again. Yes. You're yeah, yeah, I think you're fine. Speaking of feeling okay about yourself, do you want to introduce our guest? Uh I sure do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. John Newman, come spit in my mouth, you coward. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Hey, real quick, fellas, uh, were these little uh, buns in the movie Like Mike? Because bow, wow. That was the alternate before we had a different discussion. That's the beginning. You know what? I, I kind of so. love the alt. Yeah, I, I would have gone with the alt. Okay. Right, hey, I'll take them both. They're both on, they're both, they can both be in the movie. I think they could. It's a low budget production. How we doing, fellas? Oh, pretty good. Um, yeah. Johnny, for the first time now, officially, you and I are both in uh, the borough of Brooklyn. That's right. This is the first time that I've been in the state since you moved. It's great to be neighbors. Yes. <laughs> it is wonderful. All three, it's, it, all it's, three Brooklyn boys. We're Brooklyn Babish boys now. Right. It's just like Mr. Rogers said, uh, won't you be my right. neighbor? Johnny? That's right. And it's just like Jay-Z said, <laughs> cook and roll with the Brooklyn something like that. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> a concrete jungle where dreams are made That's what of. I meant. They never finish that sentence, and it always bothers me every time that song comes on. Uh, Jimmy saw your new place this week, did he not? He did. We went and got some barbecue and then ate it very far yes, apart from each other. It's a very nice place. <laughs> That's nice. How long did it take to walk to yeah. Joe's place? From your place. Where? From hometown? From my place, it's a 20 minute walk. From That's hometown, great. It, was like a, it was like a 13, 14 minute walk. Yeah, yeah that's like that. lovely. That that's great. Yeah, it was great. Well, I look forward to the day it's of seeing you both chill. in person at some point. Yay! When I come, spit in your me mouth too. or whatever you asked me to do at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, maybe that won't happen because it would make my fiance very mad. If but, I spit uh, in your mouth? <laughs> do you think yeah, she'd, she'd be more mad at you or me? Definitely. Definitely because, you asked, because he asked for it. Right. <laughs> A, because I asked for it, and B, because I didn't close my mouth. <laughs> what if you hadn't asked for it and I had just spit in your mouth? 
again, I, I that one maybe evens out a little bit more, but the fact that I leave my mouth open mm. during this exchange is definitely like a huge. Got it. <laughs> so there's no way <laughs> you're you getting sign. out of this unscathed. Yeah, it's just no. That's no. just Great. Joe walking around gaped mouthed, <laughs> just all over Brooklyn. I've done I've done so many things to not have her uh, respect my ability to like take care of myself in terms of. Uh, I mean, it's a long list, but we'll just... The highlights right now are, you know, having lost a tooth. Uh, and then more Where did recently, it go? Uh, don't worry about it. Just sh- sh- shut up. I'm on did a roll. Did you find it? Uh, <laughs> it's definitely not in the ocean like some people, you know. Uh, jo- uh, John, Jordan, uh, Scott Huggins lost his fake front teeth in the ocean. Recently? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, like two weeks, two weeks ago. ago yeah. But wow. he upgraded to much nicer teeth. Friend of the pod, His Jordan Scott nice Huggins, is an idiot. Host of, yeah, host of Up Your Button Around the Corner. <laughs> For, the semi-occasional podcast. <laughs> uh, in, in the process of moving, I have also broken uh, a sconce. And uh, just this morning, while trying to set up an HDMI cable on our TV, the one situated just behind me here, uh, I pulled the entire wall mount off the wall oh, with it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that was I'm sure fun. that went great. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a, attempting to. I, I love the image that it's just you trying to plug in an HDMI. It's just a. It's just a simple like the image is just boop and it's in, but somehow you plug it in and the whole, and the whole thing comes ripping out of the wall. It's shattered into smithereens. Did you put the wall mount in to begin with? I did. So you, but you broke your thing, own so work. I broke my own work. There's a locking mechanism on the back of it that locks the part that's attached to the TV to the part that's attached to the wall. And uh, in trying to adjust the TV to add this HDMI cable behind it, I forgot to unlock that part, so it just pulled the whole fucking thing out. Nice. And uh, that's a lesson you really only want to learn once. You want to learn it once, but I learned right. it once. Nunce is better. Yes. Nunce is better. Well, I see on the TV that you had um, some NBA basketball. How do we feel about the weird, silent uh, NBA season that's going on? I have only just gotten my setup for it, and uh, I actually was enjoying it. It's like a, it's a sport that works without a bunch. I'm of fascinated yeah. by what this is going to mean for like home court advantage. It doesn't exist. Yes. It means nothing. Yeah, right. Not, but like, it will nothing. it impact? Like, will the best team still win? Will it be a much more level? Pl- I'm fascinated to see what's going to happen. That's a good point. I do. I mean, I think in the early stages, I think I don't think it'll mean that much because I don't think home court means that much in, in any way. Because I think. I think we lie to ourselves every year that the gap between the first seed and the eighth seed is, oh, there's a chance. Like, there's rarely ever a chance. That almost never happens. And I can only remember it happening once, right? It was the Sonics, right? I know. I, I remember. Wasn't it the, didn't the Warriors upset the Spurs one year or something like that? Um, Whatever. It doesn't yes. happen. It doesn't yeah, happen sorry. at all. But, like, right. in, the, in the finals, that is, yes, that is when it does start to. Right. Um, make a serious difference, that's and right. it will be interesting to see how that plays out. But that is that's harder to tell. Like who's the better team getting the advantage? Right. You know, it's right. just and and with the amount of injuries and opt outs and everything that has affected the, this weird pseudo season. Like this whole thing is an asterisk anyway. So it like it would be kind of fun for some. I can't even think of which team it would be most fun to see win right now. But, like, just some team that no one would have gone into the season and be like, oh, they could win the championship. It you know? would be insane if the Blazers won and Mello got a, and Mello got would, a ring. That would be awesome. Mello gets her, yeah. 
What a swan Okay, song. so in the 2018-2019 regular season, the home team won 71% of the games. Uh, 2012 playoffs, home teams went 55 and 29. So it's like 65%. So like the regular season's but, like 70s, and then playoffs, it's like 60s. Yeah. So I'm, but that's also, I'm just that's also always gonna be that's also always going to be skewed because the right. home team is the better team, and it's at their arena first. So they're, yeah, they, totally. always, they get the first crack at it. Right. I'm, I, think you're de- I think you're right that like in the conference finals and in the NBA finals, it'll be like super interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've been enjoying. I don't. I don't watch all that much NBA anyway. But it's been nice to have a sport back where there's storylines and games and highlights. And right. Stuff Other like than Yelly's yeah, yeah. Marble League. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and well, it's and it's also a, a good story for a league that has, for the most part, handled this well. Right. Yeah. Like and, baseball. Uh, I, I can't. I. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like the model of where baseball. <laughs> the model sport. I, I can't. My. As far as I can tell, my fantasy league is still on. We're having our draft in a couple weeks, and I can't wait for that to just be a fucking nightmare of an attempt at a weird season. Oh, I fully expect the NFL to just act as if nothing has changed and just full on. Like, you're just going to see people out for a week with coronavirus, and, like, the teams aren't going to quarantine. People are just going to be cruising through. Yeah. going to be The waiver wire is going to be very interesting Mm, this year. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, should we talk about Bao from Pixar's Bao? Yeah, baby. Yes. Uh, it this uh, came out before The Incredibles two. This was the short. Okay, got it. This Incredibles was a short. 2. I love the shorts. I've never seen this one. I should give it a whirl. Yeah, it's very very good. I saw it. Time. It's on Disney Plus now. They put a bunch of mm. the shorts up. Um, as with every Pixar short that I can remember, it's great. It's fantastic. It's a perfectly crafted, like. It's Six a great minutes? little short story. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's so good, um, heart wrenching, beautiful, it's funny, lovely, delightful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, quick, quick sidebar. It, I would put it up there with. I was going to say, quick ahead. sidebar. Did e- either of you see uh, the documentary Speed Cubers on Netflix? No. It's no. the most delightful, heartwarming story about people who do Rubik's cubes, and I wasn't expecting it. And I watched it on the plane, and I couldn't recommend it higher. Oh boy. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to be a, if it doesn't translate off the plane. Mm, it might. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna. Th- it might not, but your boy was I've tearing got, up on a this... Delta flight. <laughs> I've got this exercise bike that I'm using to like. I'll bike and watch uh, Last Chance You and Speed Cubers feels like a good follow up to Last Chance You, where I can see. Well, this is sports for other. Oh, people, it's a delightful know? story about uh, the guy who holds the world record, and then this kid with autism gets really into cubing. It helps him like socialize and like deal with the world. And the guy who used to formerly hold the world record like befriends him and becomes a role model and is kind. It's delightful. Johnny, I am going to send you in a similar vein the documentary series about the rise of Super Smash Brothers uh, as a competitive gaming wait. experience. Uh, this is now the second time in two weeks that I've talked about it with James present. Mm-hmm. So great. Uh, <laughs> with, Should we talk about with, Survivor? No, God damn it. no. <laughs> Sorry, I keep going, James. I have a question. Uh, we'll I have there. a question about Rubik's cubes. Yes. Isn't there only? Like, I know that there are multiple... Isn't there one way to do a Rubik's Cube the fastest? Isn't there, like, a sequence of moves that guarantees that it'll be solved? Like, 
You get what I'm saying? Do, do, I just, James, I just want you to think about who you're asking. No, I know, but I'm asking John, asking. who no, just I, watched this documentary, right, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I yeah. assume that they explained <laughs> I was waiting for the finish, one and way, There's answer. only one way to solve a Rubik's Cube at that speed, correct? Uh, kind of. According to this doc, what it is is, like, there are different... There's, like, algorithms for how to solve a Rubik's Cube. There's over 100, depending on how the configuration of the Rubik's Cube is. So what you're saying is true, that, like, eventually, if you do it enough, this exact same thing, it will get towards a position where it gets solved but then you have to do a couple different things what makes what they do so incredible is that they look at a cube and they can see like pattern recognition of like which okay. one of the okay, hundreds that, of okay, algorithms they need to do in what sequence to make it like solve in like six seconds got it okay cool and then if, as you it's go up nuts. in cubes so like the three by three is like the cadillac of the uh rubik's cube world but there's also four by four and five by five events and yeah <laughs> I wasn't expecting Man, is, to love it, and I loved it. That's my favorite kind of like weird niche thing, where you're like, this, this is going to suck, and then by the end you're crying or enthralled right. or and whatever. And it reminded me of Bao, because it seems like it's similar, like Pixar, just like feel good. In the opposite of that, I yes. also downloaded the Jeffrey Epstein documentary and watched a little bit of that and hated it. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Not a... Not a not, not Pixar's best, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't watch that after Cubers. No. Yeah, it's it is gonna, weird that they it is weird real that they still move. had the short before the Epstein doc. <laughs> <laughs> that was strange. And it's just called G it's called G Lane, which is like it's just really Oh unsettling. man, it is so deeply upsetting. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about yeah. Disney. <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Binging with Babish, where this week we're taking a look at the bow buns from Pixar's Bow, aka one of those rare moments I get to use a recipe directly from the source. Because director Domi Shi provided her mother's recipe for bow. Uh, bow <laughs> is fantastic. I would put it up there with uh, lava in terms oh, of lava, uh, baby. Pixar I watched that right after lava. This. Lava uh, made me uh, cry twice, <laughs> and then, and then. It was right before uh, Inside Out, which made me cry three yeah, more times. I was going to say, that was an, um, I saw that at 11 a.m. by myself in an almost empty theater yep. in Harlem at the Magic Johnson Theater. And that was an yep. emotional morning for your boy. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I think I saw mine. Or I, when I saw Inside Out, it was at the Times Square AMC, also by myself at about 3 p.m. Oh. Uh, in a mostly empty theater, except for like parents and children, rightfully so. Just, yeah. and, then, and then, and then it's just me, like, <laughs> yeah, just like utterly unprepared really for the emotional roller coaster. I, was I miss going to a movie alone. What a delight! Oh, dude, I, oh, I God. literally in the past week, I've had a craving for movie theater popcorn, no <laughs> less than thirty-five times, and I'm like, and part of it is, yeah, I just want to go. I just want to go to alone. a movie. Yeah, alone. I don't care. It's not, it's not even a social thing. I just want to go by myself and sit in the dark in front of a big screen and, and eat, and and eat, eat like hell. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing I miss about I socializing with people is going to a movie alone. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. to avoid all of those people. <laughs> is making plans with myself to avoid God, plans there's nothing better than going to a movie alone. I love it's it. Truly the, it's truly the best. That was part. That was kind of... Part of the onus of uh, watching uh, uh, Ocean's Eleven yesterday it was like I haven't. I want to have myself a, a little Joey movie day, and that's exactly Ocean's what the Eleven is phenomenal for an alone movie time too. Yep, just oh, a fun is. film. It's fantastic. F a fun movie, a fun getting the gang together sequence, and then a fun like it. It, it shouldn't work with Don Cheadle's accent, but the rest of the movie is good enough that Don Cheadle's <laughs> accent is just a fun shitty thing that they added in yeah. for no reason 
Like, Dan, we're going to let you make this choice, uh, and the rest of the movie will be good enough. <laughs> yeah. that it won't. Have you ever tried this episode before? Nah, first time. <laughs> no, bro. It's the first time and my niggas are trying it. Into every... <laughs> we're going to get nicked in the nick knickers. <laughs> uh, Guys, did, did that did that feel like that take work? Yeah, he just right? adds he just adds <laughs> in it to the end of everything. I'm but going to get stopping. some breakfast in it. <laughs> he's also stopping before they say cut. Where he's like, "All right, that one worked. That one feels pretty good for me." Like Don, just, Don, there's the more. There's going. more scene. There's, there's. <laughs> no, I already said. I said in it. That's done. Moving on. <laughs> it's like, have you seen the? The uh, uh, Always Sunny, where Dennis tries to do an a English accent. And he just shows up, he walks into the room, he's like, Stop, Charlie. This has gone on long enough. He, like, fucks it up so bad. Like, damn, that sounded oh, so much better God. in my head. I, in Don Cheadle's head, he sounds like Michael Oh, Cain. 100%. Sure, we all do. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Correct. Anyway, yeah, Bow Rules picture Bow is great. so good. It, it really is. Um, I do... This is... Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Incredibles two also great. I love Incredibles, Incredibles two. Oh, you got it. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun one. It's it, James. Did you see Incredibles? Yeah, of course. It's like that. You gotta see Incredibles <laughs> two. It's the same. It's got the same characters. It's still... Different story though. The plot is different. I yeah. will say that. Ooh, bold move to have a different story. Right. Catherine Keener's voice is right. in there, and she's awesome. Uh, uh, better call Saul. His voice is <laughs> Don Cheadle from Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> he makes right. an appearance. He and he's actually he's the voice of the baby yeah. of Jack Jack. I'm a baby, isn't it? <laughs> That's what he says. I'm a little white. Here I am. I'm a little white baby. <laughs> I'm a superhero baby, <laughs> though. You don't, you don't even know. I'm, I'm mental bruv. with my powers. <laughs> Oh, to our UK listeners, you're uh, welcome. Yep, this is what you sound like to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you sound like to Don Cheadle. Yeah. And so, yeah. by extension, everyone. that's what you sound like to us as well. <laughs> Don Cheadle's sort of, we, he's our conduit for all British Correct. culture. Mm. <laughs> all right, so Bows. Uh, so he starts with making a dough, but James... Not as upset as he usually is by dough. Not as upset because I'm actually like wildly. It's not. He wasn't just making a bread to go with something or something, whatever. It was. Bow is an interesting. Yeah, bow is an interesting different thing. He didn't. I don't know. It didn't drag down the episode because I felt like he didn't super focus on it. Sometimes those feel like he drags them out and he's like, "Well, I got to fill three minutes, so here's more dough." <laughs> um, right. But this was yeah, and I was super interested in the outcome. Um, Bow, Cause Bow, yeah, because Bower is freaking delicious. So goddamn, they're good. so good. Um, not a thing I don't ever see myself making. No, this doesn't seem yeah. in the the vein of a something you would make, but I don't think any of us would make this. No, it just seems very labor intensive. The second bow he made, I would make the meat and then just like yes. serve it over rice or something. Right, so he starts with like you know a traditional yeah. pork bow, and then the second one he makes uh, what was it, char siu, the pork belly with like the red sauce. Yes, I'm sure I pronounced that wrong. Oh, the whole, but he does he the, spends we'll more it. time on fillings this episode, which feels more appropriate than time on dough, which is I think what correct resonated yes, with you exactly. That's well, why it was enjoyable. Even, 
even though it you know any dough is labor intensive the bao dough is fairly simple and it also is like it serves as a great uh supporting cast the, the star of any bao is the filling yeah but it also has to have that great fluffy sweet exterior yeah. but right. bao is bao is double yeah, bow is double labor intensive where you have to make the dough and then you have to stuff the individual like there's just a lot. Right. To I think do. I would and need to make 10,000 before I became remotely competent in like in like oh, yeah. the pleats. I mean, he fucked he fucked it up. That was nice that he showed he's like, "Yeah, I fucked this up a bunch basically." He, he fucked up Amanda and I made gyoza yeah, once, great. and it t- it does take like twenty yeah, of those. It's the same, I mean, it's the same type of principle: down. getting right. the crimping down and getting the. Getting but if that, if you see moves. someone who like is good at like crimping it, it's like more impressive than like watching surgery. Oh, a hundred percent! It's so satisfying. Yeah, it's incredible, and they can just bang through it, just like rifle. Cause, well, because at a certain point, the muscle memory from—I I, I bet even just doing it for like two months, you get into such a like rhythm it, for it that you can't not have yeah. insane it's also production. upsetting i feel bad eating bao and gyoza and things knowing how labor intensive they can be gyoza not so much because i don't think the ones i get are handmade but like bao and those right i feel so bad because the time the amount of time and effort it takes to make them versus how yeah. quickly i eat them, I eat them <laughs> is is so skewed it's crazy <laughs> they take the loving care and i'm like oh just shoveling them into my face do you do you prefer a bow this style with the little twist at the top or like the bow bun like, I, where it's a literal like hot dog I bun think, almost? Uh, I think I like the I'm, bun I'm, just because you can. there's more that can do with it because like you, different sure. toppings and things like that that you might not be able to add like if, you, if you're like steaming them um, like, like, right. like the one – what's the um, Bauhaus on 14th Street? They have like I think right. the chairman bow. It's the same. It's like pork belly with a sauce, and then chairman they do like but delicious. they do like crumbled peanuts. So you get this like yeah, crunch. Yeah. So there's a nice crunch that might get lost if you just steam it. Right. Um, yeah. But they They're, are I mean, messier as a bun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good and all. Sure. I love going to dim sum. That's another thing that I miss a lot. Going to movies by myself and going to dim sum at 11 a.m. with friend of the pod Eric Schmidt. And no other thing. Right. Those are the two things I miss. <laughs> it's so fun to go to dim sum and just have them place like fifty different types of dumplings on a table. What a fun thing to do! Oh, oh the best. I will say I don't have the confidence to go to dim sum yet. Oh, we I've gotta gone go. with. I've gone. No, I've gone with people, but they've they are all the ones who I've gone with. Usually, there's at least one Asian person who is very versed in what is happening and we're like okay we trust you and they're like this and this and this and they like having yeah 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 i mean that's my favorite way to eat it and if you can go to a restaurant with someone who like knows it and like just orders at the table that's my favorite way to eat absolutely it's the only time i enjoy but, sharing with people is when it's right. in that context where i'm like trying new things and i don't know i'm it's not like i know i want this one specific thing and that's all i want if that's when I have to share with people, I'm going to freak out. But if it's like, oh, try this thing you've never tried before, <laughs> right. and then, yeah, that's the best. I, w- I would be very happy uh, if when whensoever it is allowed again, if the first thing that we do as a podcast is go oh. to dim sum together, I think that, I think that seems fun. like a dream. That would be Actually, here, I'll go even one step further. I think we, uh, in whatever order you would like, we go to dim sum and then 
go to a movie separately yeah, together. Yeah, we have to go to three <laughs> different theaters. R- right, correct. Or vice versa, we all go to a movie and then we go meet up. Oh, ah, I song. love both of these ideas. Love that. Because then we can talk about the movies that we saw respectively. Ah, that... We can also just see a movie together. We don't have to stick to the bit that hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, if my life is about one thing, it is committing to bits. I have lost my platform yes. to do comedy, and therefore I must bring it into my <laughs> life. I have other bits. I have found myself. Have you found this at like on video calls? I found myself like I got a little laugh in a call yesterday. I'm like, oh yeah, that felt really good. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I had that, and then I also found myself like writing a bit in the middle of, uh, in the middle of a call because I just I was yawning, but I was trying not to the whole call. So I was just, the whole call is just me going like. <laughs> like that yawn stifling. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. It's clearly a yawn, but like you you just right. don't open your mouth really wide. You're just like, kind of like, <sighs> <sighs> and, just, and I know that there's going to be no shortage of sketches about Zoom calls and shit in the near future. So I don't want to do another one, but I do like the idea of focusing in on just the one person in a meeting who's not supposed to be, who doesn't have to be there, but is trying to act like they're supposed yeah. to be. And it's just me the whole time trying to stifle yawns. <laughs> Yeah, when SNL tried to come anyway. back for that like one or two week and they were all like Zoom sketches, I was like, oh, this is this is hell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, comedy comedy can be done for now. Uh, anyway. In the dim sun land, I also uh, love a soup dumpling more than most things in my life. I'm gonna. I don't think I've ever had a soup. I've had every. I think I've had almost every other kind of dumpling except. Oh, yeah, I'm trying gotta, to think if I've if I've had the proper soup dumpling. Oh man, when we get dim sum, right. when the pandemic ends in 2022, you're gonna love a soup dumpling. Yeah, dude. I can guarantee <laughs> that it's something that right. both of you would love. Oh, I have. I yeah, around. I have no doubt. <laughs> I turn around and, and put on my post uh, post COVID to do list. The first thing soup is dumpling? soup dumpling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Second thing is see my post COVID. First yeah, thing, post COVID pre Civil War, we'll get some, we'll get some dumplings. <laughs> It'll be great. Right, right, yeah, that right. sounds nice. We'll we'll be able to squeeze it in. There'll be like a one or two months of bliss. Right. While while they're establishing the terms of mm-hmm. battle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, before we all get called up. Right. <laughs> uh, have you? I I saw someone uh, training for a militia the other day in in Red Hook. That was Wait, that's what? great. It said uh, he. Well, he, okay, I might be. No, I don't up, think but you are. He he was he was running around in a weighted vest it, with camouflage on it, and it just looked like someone training. Okay, to be okay. that is wildly. <laughs> Talk about taking some fucking leaps here, bud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's like seeing that's like seen seen someone. Him. Oh, I saw someone in army boots. Like, oh, they're in the mall. They're like, wow, they invaded the mall. <laughs> Did you know they invaded the mall? We're under attack. <laughs> all right my point stands if someone is wearing army boots at the mall they have invaded the mall <laughs> you know what i agree i can't get i can't disagree <laughs> uh we had some tiny whisk shade on this episode as well Oh, he just used the tiny whisk in what appeared to be too big of a bowl which which he's done yes. before but it's like i think it was just a few episodes too many in a row where he's like he was getting a lot of tiny whisk heat, and people are like, "I want to see tiny whisk." And it was like, "Just use a regular whisk." <laughs> people that bowl do is love huge. that stupid little tiny whisk, dude. He's, I told you he's selling them now. He's cashing in. He's Our getting boy all that money. He's cashing in hard, and it'll just trickle right down to us. Yeah, baby, Reaganomics. Sell, Here we come. I, I raise, I raise up my hand, and I've got 
tiny whisks in between <laughs> my fingers like Wolverine claws. <laughs> does it hurt when they come out? Uh, <laughs> it does. It actually hurts more when they're going back. Oh, that in. makes sense. Because because it's a small. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, and the, you're getting and you're getting flour and stuff in your cut. Exactly. The egg whites right. just. <laughs> And I don't have Wolverine's self-healing power, so it's just blood and gore every time. <laughs> it's just constant infection. They're so, they're so detrimental to my health. Do you think that they gave him, uh, when they were creaming up the idea for Wolverine, did they give him self-healing first or gave him self-healing after they realized that the cuts going in would be just a bloody mess? I think they came up. I think they came up with the knives first, and then like, oh well, how do we <laughs> yeah. fix this? Give him yeah. another power. We, yeah, <laughs> and then they like, then they like imagined definitely... him trying to do stuff with like the knives permanently out of like, and he was just like, ah. There's it, it. Definitely feels like a combining of two. Like a they were like, we have to combine some of these characters. There's way too many people in this landscape, and they're like, all right, we have knife hands, and we have guy who can't get hurt, <laughs> and we have and we, it was knife hands and bullet shield. <laughs> and they're like, guy who can't can we, get can hurt we give a more expanded role to bullet shield all he really does is just lay there and get shot yeah. <laughs> he's he's mostly like carrying around a book that he hasn't finished and then when the battle happens he's just yeah he's just getting shot <laughs> and being fine could could maybe knife hands have something else because his whole thing is only having knife hands <laughs> and that feels kind of one note <laughs> anyway and Joey, do we have any correspondence? Speaking of knife, um, let me double check. We didn't, but what if during the time we were recording, very <laughs> serendipitous? Probably. I bet during the time we recorded, we've gotten at least seven. Mm-hmm. They've been flooding in. Everyone um, knows the gates open at six. Perfect time for Gmail to just take its goddamn time. Right. The buildup really uh, here. I bet it's going to be a lot. That's why it mm-hmm. usually takes a while for I bet, I bet this pays off. I bet this really pays okay, off for everybody. There's no way it doesn't. Here we go. Watermark. Equipment orders. Ooh. Good morning. Please keep us in mind for funding options for your plans in our now near Now we're future. talking. At Watermark, we provide rates as low as 2.5% on terms 6 to 60 months for working capital, equipment leases, term loans, lines of credit, inventory, and AR If you like the podcast, I'm going to cut it off there. <laughs> Please follow us for more content. With uh, We are at Gabby Fab on Twitter, Gabby with Babish on Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us an email like Watermark did, uh, we can be reached at uh, <laughs> that. If you want to talk about your rates, maybe you have competitive rates that we're interested in. Tell us uh, of your rates. We'd love to hear about yeah, them. Um, <laughs> if you can beat that 2.6%, pretty good. Uh, send that to gammingwithbabish at gmail.com. We'd love to hear Damn, from you. Damn, girl, let me see those rates. Bye. Bye.